Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Welcome to Dress to Manifest. This week's topic is part of my astrological archetype series, so if you want to check that out, there are previous episodes and it kicked off with Aries season. But Cancer season is well underway now, and this episode is dedicated to the Cancer archetypes and advice for Cancer season. So Cancer season started on June 21st, and it is going until July 22nd. Cancer is a cardinal water sign, so cardinal signs are, like we've discussed in previous episodes, the signs that are the initiators of the zodiac, the signs that are really like the ones to start the new projects, to push a new idea forward. And with it being a water sign, Cancer is really the initiator of emotional conversations or action around emotional security since water signs really have to do with our emotions. This could also include conversations about home and what security feels like to them. So imagine your cancer friend or roommate would be the one to really want to harmonize a situation, be the diplomatic one, the one who is also the first to bring something forward and initiate conversation in order to promote harmony and love and all of those wonderful Cancerian themes. Cancer is also represented by the crab. So they can have a tough outer shell, but be a softy on the inside. And it's funny because I think that there's this stereotype about cancers where they're always like emotional crybabies, which is honestly just a very exaggerated caricature of this archetype. Uh, Funnily enough, I find that a lot of my cancer friends or just the experiences and observations I've had about this sign, like they don't actually open up easily. They are represented by the crab for a reason, but they are the ones who want to hold space for others. They're the ones who want to initiate emotional conversations to be that person to hold space for others. So once you earn their trust and they open up and share their emotions with you and, you know, they're able to find a safe space in you, then they are so insanely loyal to those select group of friends and loved ones that they hold very dear to their heart. This water sign is ruled by the moon So this is just like emotions on emotions because the moon has to do with our inner world, our emotions, our private self. So this sign is ruled by all of those themes and it is a water sign. So because it's ruled by the moon, cancers can be quite sensitive to lunar changes. So when the the moon changes signs every few days, Uh, Cancerians can probably really feel those transits more strongly and be more sensitive to it than the average person. 
Cancer rules the fourth house, and that has to do with family, motherhood, foundations, the home, as well as what's passed down to us from family. So this could be generational cycles as well and patterns, also material resources that is passed down to us by family. So both family and home are majorly important values for cancers. I could imagine that like your cancer friend or roommate would be also the first to decorate and turn their home into a cozy abode as well. They probably are very close to their family or if they are not close to their family, the way that they treat their friends is very much chosen family. They take their relationships very seriously and they're selective about who they really let into their heart, truly, but regardless of who they come across, really, however they interact with people is very nurturing, even if it's just a stranger. But especially to their loved ones, they are so thoughtful. And I'm not just talking cancer sons, like all of these episodes apply to your other major placements and you'll see it play out in those aspects in your birth chart, but especially like my cancer suns, cancer moons, cancer risings, like you'll really see these traits where I have like memories of like my cancer moon roommate, shout out to you Sophia from college where she would, you know, warm up tea for me, ask me how my day was and be genuinely interested in what I had to say and they just have this way of remembering the little things about you and making you feel so special and taken care of. They are just so lovely. And Cancerians, they are natural caretakers and have a maternal vibe to them. Actually, now that I think about it, I have another I had another college roommate who was actually a Cancer son and was extremely like also very thoughtful and just remembered yeah, the little things, and would always try to take care of you, ask you if you ate. So regardless if they, this has nothing to do with actually wanting to become a parent or not, it's just this maternal vibe, this maternal, like, nurturing energy that just exudes in their interactions with people. They also are known to have an extremely powerful intuition. This is an amazing superpower that I believe cancer has. They just have this incredible inner knowing. And I really think that this is this magical connection to the moon they have. And they might rejoice at canceled plans or will kind of hit a hard stop in their social battery. And that's not to say that all cancers are introverts, because I think that, you know, we're all different, complex human beings. Of course, not every cancer is going to be an introvert. But what came to mind to me was like that meme of Ariana Grande, who is a cancer son, where it's this meme of her where she's like out at some sort of celebrity party. And it's like she has this blank stare and there's like all of this party around partying around her. And then it's just like this blank dissociating stare. And it's like this meme I've seen float around for the past couple of years. But it always makes me laugh because I feel like for sure the cancers I've known, they could be super social, life of the party, but then once they hit that social battery, like being depleted, they're just like, I'm out, I'm gone. Uh, so that's a really great thing that they could teach us to cancers as well as like for boundaries. We're protecting our own boundaries, going back into that shell to recuperate and then emerging when we're good and ready, right? <laughs> so some 
traits for cancer i have made a little list is of course like i mentioned they're nurturing they are protective especially fiercely protective of the people they love extremely intuitive genuine loyal they can be cautious kind artistic sentimental and nostalgic their shadow side because of course every sign has you know the positive the and the negative the dark and the light uh, shadow side they could be moody melancholy maybe hold grudges have trouble with boundaries um, because although when they are in their power they are really fantastic at setting boundaries uh, because cancers have such like hearts for service and for nurturing others sometimes like shadow side express that could be putting their own feelings last violating their own boundaries to help others um shadow side could also be kind of being avoidant of conflict a really positive trait and i think that's something that is often overlooked with cancers and not talked about enough is that they're actually like extremely ambitious and motivated towards success I feel like there are so many, and I will cover that after this, cancer icons that are powerhouses, extremely successful because they crave stability and they have artistic talents. I feel like there's so many cancers that are super artistic and they want to provide financial security and just spoil their loved ones. So that is a huge priority for them families and stability family and stability is huge and so in achieving their success all of their success will benefit all the people that they care about so some cancer icons of course i needed to start with ariana grande because i've been a fan of ariana grande for so many years like over a decade at this point super fan And I think she represents the cancer archetype so well. I like to think of her as like the cancer queen because she really talks about her personal life through music. And cancer, remember, is the initiator of these emotional conversations. And and also they have this, this fantastic artistic ability. And I really think that combined together creates like Ariana Grande's career really because so much of her discography is all about her personal experience, how she has really transmuted a lot of really painful emotional experiences in her life into triumphant success. And it's just so admirable. Like her love life was put on blast. There was the uh, Manchester tragedy. And she was able to really give back to the community share her heart and her her perspective on like you know what she's been going through and relate to her fans all over the world so really think that she's a great example of a cancer and also her family is incredibly important to her and she's very close to her mother and her nona her grandmother and she's involved in charity work and she advocates for the lgbtqia plus community mental health organizations, and also human rights. She encourages her fans to vote as well. So it's like this Cancerian quality of like fighting for heart-centered causes. And yeah, her, again, value of family. 
She also has this very like nostalgic, almost retro sense to a lot of her style and her art, which I feel like when we will cover this in the style advice section <laughs> is a huge uh, part of Cancerian style is like the sense of nostalgia. Another incredible Cancer icon is Selena Gomez, and I've been a fan of her for years as well growing up. And she is somebody who, like a cardinal water sign would, initiates conversations around vulnerability and mental health very consistently throughout her career. Uh, she has talked about her own experiences with bipolar disorder, um, having lupus, and just her struggles with mental health uh, while she was on tour a few years back and just how she just continually brings it up. And I really love how she has this reputation and it's true to who she is of being super genuine, candid, and kind, super compassionate person. I really, really see that consistently throughout her interviews with people and just with what people have to say about her. She's got like this super likable personality. She also launched recently something called Wondermine, which is she started a, it's like a resource for people to um, exercise their mental health. And she started that with her mom and another co-founder. And it's just really incredible how she is really exemplifying that cardinal water sign energy of her sun sign. Also, she has a beauty brand called rare beauty and that encourages people to really embrace the things that make them different embrace you know what makes them beautiful because everybody is truly beautiful in their own way and cancers tend to act as a loving mirror to others so i love that her beauty brand does that as well and you could see it too in her lyrics like they could be catchphrases for the cancer sign like kill them with kindness and uh, lose you to love me as well because you could really see herself finding herself in her music and she does the same thing of translating her very intense emotional experiences into beautiful art like Ariana Grande has done as well and I love that she has a cooking show she has a cooking show on HBO Max called Selena Plus Chef which I think is so cool because I find that uh, because cancers are known to be homemakers. I mean, they rule the home. So they have a love of like these domestic things like home decor and food, like being a foodie. I think nearly every Cancerian I know is a foodie and just loves food. And um, whether that's exploring new places to eat or creating um, their own recipes and cooking at home. And putting it on their stories and everything, I just, I noticed that is a theme. So it's really cool that she has her own cooking show. My next cancer icon is Mindy Kaling. She has had such an incredible career. You can tell she's very ambitious. She was a writer on The Office and she also was a star on there as Kelly Kapoor. Seriously, like iconic, <laughs> iconic, right? She, I actually had the pleasure of um, meeting her very briefly at a work event. She was super sweet and humble and kind. She like introduced herself to me as if like I hadn't been watching her on my screen for like years. I was volunteering at an event um, as a freshman in college and she was incredibly kind and had that, um, you know, very kind energy cancer kind of naturally exudes. 
she also has a great sense of humor, which I think is an un- overlooked quality in, in Cancerians. I feel like they're great at making people feel good around them, and that includes making them laugh. And, you know, she has done that in her career and has had so many incredible successes. Like, she has the show uh, Never Have I Ever, um, Sex Lives of College Girls. I just think that it's so cool that she's. I love how she provides like a fresh perspective on what it's like to be coming of age. And I think that these two shows that I'm a fan of really give something unique and different to that sort of genre. She's also open about her experiences with motherhood and body image. And Cancerians are, you know, ruled by the fourth house, which is all about motherhood. And they also have this divine feminine quality to them not in a gendered way, just like this divine feminine as in like this embracing of ourselves and just basking in self-love. So I really love that she does that with her uh, discussions on body image. Next cancer icon is Princess Diana. She, wow, Princess Diana, right? Like a very much iconic person. She is known to be very compassionate and caring Uh, She was very passionate about charity work, and she was a loving mother. She was very well known to break royal traditions around motherhood, like hugging her kids in public and breastfeeding instead of having a wet nurse. So I think that she is such a bad, she was such a badass. She, her memory and legacy continues to live on today. And I think she perfectly fits the Cancerian archetype of just being a very, compassionate loving person and a a very fiercely protective mother who you know for her like her family came before these you know very traditional restrictive rules and in an interview she was actually quoted to have said I lead from the heart not the head someone's got to go out there and love people she said that in a 1995 interview with BBC I mean that just oozes cancer energy. It's really cool because Diana is actually the Roman goddess of the hunt and wild animals. And she is, um, Diana, the Roman goddess, is associated with the moon and fertility. And in Greek mythology, she is identified as Artemis. So literally like Diana, her name is Diana, associated with the moon in Roman mythology. Just so cool. So to wrap this section up, lessons from cancer we can learn from all of these traits and all these cancer icons, vulnerability is a superpower. Trust your intuition will guide you to your purpose. We must prioritize heart-centered leadership that considers the humanity and rights of all to transform the world. Always have empathy for yourself and others. Love is the most powerful force of all. So some style advice, this is the style advice portion of the episode. Um, Colors associated with cancer are white, silver, light blue, lavender, and light pink. I chose these colors because, you know, white, silver, and light blue are very reminiscent of the moon. And they just have this dreamy quality. And I notice a lot of Cancerians, I know, as well as cancer celebrities, love these colors. And very much... Uh, they prioritize comfort and they have this across the board sense of nostalgia to their style that calls back to earlier decades like 
Lana Del Rey is an example of this. It's like in her whole aesthetic. Um, they love vintage and retro styles. So that's a really cool thing that I think cancers have about their style. And this doesn't necessarily mean it has to be costumey. Like it could be a modern take of earlier styles. And it doesn't mean that it's just like only that because it's surprising how their aesthetic can swing from like one end to another. I notice that it can go from them going with their love of comfort and going from like sporty oversized athleisure to gorgeous ethereal or even cottage core kind of dresses. And you can kind of see that with like Ariana Grande's street style to how she would like dress in like those tulle, like dreamy light blue kind of gowns or even with Princess Diana with her street style to the kind of dresses she would wear. And it gives me like moon goddess fairy vibes too. And like they have this classic, fresh, elegant kind of style, but there's like an edgy side that comes out to play and I think Selena Gomez's style is that way too where you see her in something really classic like you know the leather jacket a button-up some jeans and boots and it looks really crisp but then you'll see her you know the way that she loves to dress sometimes is in those cottagecore dresses and you'll even see it in some of her music videos as well and if you go and see Ariana Grande's past music videos especially when she was starting out with Honeymoon Avenue there was so many retro vibes. So my first piece of advice is dress up with the moon. Harness the power of the sign that the moon is in with my style moon reports. I actually um, have started this new portion to my emails news my email newsletter, excuse me, and it is called Style Moon Reports. They basically track like the um, transit that the moon is in and report on like what sign it is in for the next few days throughout the week so that you can dress with intention. It is a really powerful way to manifest and make the most out of the changing energy throughout our week. And since of course cancer is ruled by the moon and is so so connected to the moon, this is a great way to um, style yourself with cancerian energy. Next, examine your style comfort zone because cancer has so much to do with comfort so what colors prints fabric silhouettes etc are you always choosing for yourself by default and this isn't about forcing ourselves to let go of those things but rather to express gratitude for them and how they've made us feel really safe and then let's be honest with ourselves with how we've outgrown certain styles like how a crab represented by cancer outgrows its shell so where are we outgrowing certain things and how can we express gratitude for those things and maybe even figure out how to implement it in combining those elements with trying something new so that we feel protected as we you know the image that comes to mind right now is like as we skitter across the sand into our new shell and put on the new shell it's like we want to feel like we have a sense of protection so To me, that is combining something that we're comfortable with, with trying something new. So an example of that would be, for me, I always love lavender everything. That's my comfort zone. So for me, trying something different and maybe edgy in the lavender color is something that feels safe to me, but still pushing me out of the comfort zone. 
Next piece of advice. Is there a particular decade you love? Because you can embody cancer energy by creating an outfit inspired by that decade. And it can be a modern take, like we mentioned before, a modern take of um, previous trends. Or it could be full vintage. Live your best life, you know? (laughs) And I recommend that you go vintage shopping or even watch an old Hollywood movie for inspiration and play with your closet. Next, listen to your intuition when dressing. Remember, cancer is all about the intuition. And by intuition, I mean like listen to your body and not the chatter of your mind. And I know I've experienced this this chatter of standing, you're standing in front of your closet and then this chatter starts of what kind of weather are we having or what are the plans for today and all of these things. No, we want to first tune in to what we're desiring and then we can always adjust the outfit to work practically. So you know that feeling that you get when your favorite song comes on unexpectedly or you see your favorite color in a store window or you maybe catch a whiff of something delicious that you're craving to eat. Maybe it's like a flutter in your stomach that's your reaction or your heartbeat quickens or it's this feeling of peace that rises in your chest. Listen to that first and then we can, you know, inform what what we're doing for the day, what the weather is, but listen to that first. Like what is making your heart sing? You see a color and you're just like, oh my god, that gets my heart racing. You can always dress practically while implementing things that make you feel alive and excited. Next piece of style advice, what beliefs or cycles about your style and self-expression have been passed down from your family? Because cancer rules the fourth house, which has to do with family, and the things that are passed down, and that can include limiting beliefs. And then what new beliefs are you choosing for yourself? And if you want to delve more into this topic and this one really, these questions really resonated with you, I have an episode with Mariella, who is my business and life coach, as well as my uh, styling client. And that episode is all about the relationship with self-expression as daughters of immigrants. But regardless, if you just have a complicated relationship with self-expression passed down by your parents, you're going to want to listen to that episode. And last piece of style advice. This is a fun little exercise. I really am excited about this one. I want you to ask yourself, what is your love language? And I want you to incorporate it into how you get ready. If it's words of affirmation, which is my top love language, that could be complimenting yourself in the mirror out loud or taping an affirmation up where you get ready. For receiving gifts, that could equal treating yourself to something new, whether that's big or small. For acts of service, that could be getting rid of things in your closet to support future you. Quality time, that could be taking yourself out shopping or creating a wonderful, very unhurried routine for yourself. Physical touch, that could be all about sensory experience, putting on lotion and perfume you love turning up feel-good music, and even literally hugging yourself or having a little dance party. Some crystals that I recommend for cancer season are Moonstone. And I know Moonstone's like, Moonstone for cancers? Groundbreaking. (laughs) But Moonstone, it is so good. It is a comforting stone that soothes distress and balances out our emotions. It 
keeps yin and yang energy balanced and it helps with moon manifesting which is so so potent for everybody but especially cancers it also promotes optimism it is one of three birthstones for june related to divine feminine energy and connects to our crown and third eye chakra next crystal i recommend for cancer season rose quartz rose quartz i'm actually holding a rose quartz right now (laughs) it is so so good it's very much exudes cancerian themes because it brings unconditional love and compassion for yourself and others it could attract love both romantic or platonic and it makes way for hope and faith has this maternal nurturing vibe and it connects to the heart chakra Next crystal I recommend, it's actually a fossil of extinct extinct mollusks, and that is ammonite. It looks like a shell, and it is connected to the ocean. I am actually, I have my ammonite here with me right now. It's so, so pretty. It helps us let go of the past to make space for new blessings, and because it is a shell, it is connected to the ocean, so it's great for water signs. For cancers, if they are having a hard time letting go of old hurt, or just for anybody who's having trouble letting go of the past, it really helps us be free of it to welcome in what we really want. It gives me thank you next vibes. (laughs) Resonates with all chakras, especially the root chakra. Last crystal recommendation, ocean jasper. Again, here you see the theme, all the water sign energy. Ocean jasper is another crystal connected to the ocean, of course. It is a joyous crystal that instills happiness and brings peace. It is connected to serene energy of the ocean, and it relieves stress and brings out our inner child. It connects to our heart and solar plexus chakra, so it gives us that extra willpower in our body to really go after the things that make us feel good, the things that light us up. I wanted to wrap this episode up with some reflection questions to really aid you in making the most of this cancer season, making it one that is super loving and nurturing to yourself and helps you yeah, stand in your power in your heart-centered leadership. First question, how can I return home to myself? How can I upgrade my home to feel more in alignment with who I am becoming? I love this question because it's like this could be little things because we could sometimes have energetic leaks where we let all the noise influence what we really desire it's just about tuning in getting grounded in our bodies and asking ourselves what we really need and making a safe space for ourselves within our own minds and in our literal physical space so this is a great time to make renovations in your home i know that's what i've been doing like i just got a new desk and I changed the position in the room to be in the command position which in interior design it is more of an authoritative position it is like a CEO position where um, your back is to a wall and you're facing towards the entrance and then behind me I now have this really beautiful royal purple to help me feel really powerful and royal So those are some ways I've been updating my home and I hope that inspires you to kind of see where you could really feel into who are you becoming, how can you update your space to give you little reminders throughout your day of um, what your intentions for that are. Next question, what kind of love did I receive from my family 
that helped shape who I am today? Is there something I really needed from them as a child that I didn't receive? What ways can I reparent my inner child now to give myself what I needed then? So it is a great time to be doing inner child work because cancer season is also about emotional healing as well as family. Again, family is a huge value and theme for cancers. So thinking about what are the beliefs that were passed down to us that are outdated that um, we need to shed and how can we forgive and pour into ourselves what we felt we were lacking then. So that could be maybe taking up hobbies that we were told we'd never be good at. That could be giving ourselves affirmation or even hugging ourselves, doing mirror work. Whatever that is for you, I want you to love on yourself this cancer season. Next question, what is my love language? As in, how do I enjoy receiving love and sharing love with others? So this was part of the style advice earlier. But now I want you to think, how can I express that in my own unique heart-centered leadership so yes i want you to pour your love language back into yourself and getting ready i think that is a really wonderful exercise but i want you to express this too in a very powerful way through how you serve others and how you lead because really cancerians are all about leading with love and uplifting the collective through love through heart through empathy so i want you to think about how you could love on the people around you on your community and for me i love words of affirmation so i'm always hyping up my clients i'm always trying to help them see what makes them beautiful that they are so special and i want to make them always feel seen and just taken care of and i also love to send gifts to them i I love to send them a really thoughtful client gift uh, that is informed by all of the things that they told me and feels really reflective to who they are. And I send that to them after our journey together, our styling journey together. So that is part of how I love all my clients and my heart-centered leadership and uh, with my love language. How can I find little ways to exercise and strengthen my intuition? I want you to you know, really practice listening to your intuition in even the smallest of ways. Like it could be about what you're craving to eat. It could be listening to the urge to stop by a certain place and you never know what might happen. Like you could run into an old friend and they they have an opportunity for you that's a game changer or you could run into a stranger and they become a friend and you inspire them to try something new that leads them down a new path or vice versa or you could even run into like your favorite celebrity all like by random and these are examples that have all happened to me by just simply listening to my intuition it is crazy what has manifested in my life um, by listening to my intuition in even the smallest of ways it has completely changed my life like an example of this is Um, signing up for a blind date for my sorority and listening to my intuition for that and that is how I met my partner of now five plus years so your intuition is a very powerful guiding force and the magic that can unfold from it is unbelievable it's 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 so beautiful uh what our 
our souls already know. <laughs> it's just about listening and just going for it, right? So those are my reflection questions for you for cancer season. I hope that you loved this episode. Please let me know if you decide to practice any of these tips or you have some inspired outfits from any of the style advice. Or if you're even practicing these reflection questions, I want to hear from you. I want to know how they have been serving you. And you can DM me at ariel.britney or tag me in your outfits on your stories. I would love to see. And yes, I just think that this time is really... It could be a very emotional, introspective time. uh, But there's so much power to be had during cancer season in really using our voice, standing up for what's right, especially with uh, what's been going on with Roe versus Wade being overturned during cancer season, which is so much about motherhood and the like motherhood archetype. It's just, it, you know, we want to make a difference and we want to change the world for the better and advocate for all people, for for all human rights and it's it's insane and so outrageous what has happened but in activism we need to be pouring back into ourselves so that we don't burn out so that we can actually make a change in the long term and not burn out so let's of course hold on to our sacred rage uh, let it motivate us to create a better world where all of us have rights to our freaking bodies but let's also love on ourselves, love on our community, and yeah, again, heart-centered leadership, empathy for all, leading with love. These are things that we must consider because as much of a loving archetype that cancer has, when we, when cancer is faced with like their, the things that are important to them being attacked or, you know, under threat, Cancer comes out with the, like a crab with the claws like snapping and is fiercely protective and now is the time to be fiercely protective of our values, of our, of our rights, of you know listening to our own intuition and how to help the collective and step into our heart-centered leadership. With that, I am going to end this episode. I hope that you have a wonderful, powerfully transformative cancer season with a lot of nourishment and emotional healing if you need guidance with your personal style i'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services whether it's for an event your everyday style or a brand photo shoot we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true to you outfits you absolutely love Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at ariel.brittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Dress to Manifest with Ariel Brittany is a production by Yali Christina Podcast Services.